Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Essential Presents. Also, we're sliding into 2019 like someone sliding into 2019. Pretty much awesome. Um, always, right, that we get to the beginning of the new year or get to the end of the old year. And we're, we do the assessment stuff, self-assessment, which is a really good thing. Actually, you should do that probably every day. They call that an examination of conscience or a consciousness examine. Kind of very similar. Whole nother video. Don't worry about it right now. But we get to the end of a year and we think, okay, okay, how did it go? How can it go differently in the future? And yet, there's a lot of stuff that can hold us back from changing the way we know we're called to change. You might, you might already know your list of like, excuses. You might know your list of obstacles. You might, you might know all the things that hold you back from being the person that you know you're called to be. But there's one of these things I want to talk about today because I think it's really important and it's not just limited to New Year's. It is pretty much... It's pervasive and it shows up almost any time we hear the Lord's call, but we don't want to move. And it can be summed up with the, with the line, um, in my case, in my case, um, we hear the Lord's call. It's like, okay, mm, uh, here you don't understand, Lord. But in my case, here's what happens. In Luke's gospel, the very beginning of the gospel, um, John the Baptist is preaching and all these people are coming out to John the Baptist. And so he tells the crowds, they ask him, teacher, what should we do? And he says, if you have two cloaks, give one to someone who has none and do the same with food. And then two groups of people come up to him, uh, tax collectors and soldiers come up to John and say, but what about us? Now, let me clarify. They don't say, but what about us? They ask the question, teacher, what should we do? And he tells the tax collectors, stop collecting more than you ought to. And to the soldiers, they say, what should we do? And he says, do not extort anyone uh, and uh, don't falsely accuse anyone and be satisfied with their wages. Now, Typically, we understand that to simply mean, um, yeah, just do the thing. Like that, all they're asking is, okay, what should we do as tax collectors? What should we do as soldiers? And John is clearly telling them. But I've been looking at it from a different angle in the last little bit. I was, I kind of the angle was, what if the tax collectors, what if the soldiers were coming up to John and saying, okay, I understand that they're all called, all those people are called to give away, you know, the extra cloak. They're called to give away the extra food, but like. We're tax collectors. What about us, though? Because in our case, it's really hard. For example, and he says, uh, don't take in, you know, don't charge, don't stop collecting more than is prescribed, he says. I imagine you'd have a tax collector who says, well, eh, John, I get it. Like, I get it. For most people, that would be nice. But you don't understand that our job is kind of based off of we collect a certain amount for the, for the emperor. We collect a certain amount for the local rulers. If we don't collect more than we're prescribed, we don't get to live um, like, you know, kind of like stable lives. So in our case, John, we're the exception. Or, or the, the soldiers, he says, don't extort anyone and don't falsely accuse anyone to be satisfied with your wages. They might say, yep, uh, God, I would get it, John. For most people, that makes sense. But you don't understand. In our case, we have to extort because that's the only way we can, we're so far from our homes, we're so far from our families, we need to actually get some extra cash in order to send it back to our home. So in our case, it's what I call exceptionism. Um, it's a word that I believe I made up and I am very proud of that. TM, trademark, it's registered trademark now. That's a verbal trademark. You can. So exceptionism, exceptionism is this idea that well, I understand that most people are called to X, whatever X is. But you don't understand, I'm the exception. In my case, I can't do this thing. I can't be expected to do this thing because I'm the exception. We have all been called by Jesus to pray. 
Well, yeah, no, I understand. That's really important to pray and you know, to make time for that. And if it, but you don't understand. In my case, I am so busy that I don't really have any time to pray. We know that we're called to tithe. We're called to give, to support, like the church, support the good works around us. We, I understand that. But in my case, I'm the exception. We know that we're called to, what does Jesus say, deny ourselves, pick up our cross, and follow him. And we say, yeah, well, I understand for most people. But in my case, I am the exception. You know, I even, uh, this is kind of a side, but it's kind of right along the lines. There was a, I remember a young man who <laughs> shared with me, it was the, the, the high call of chastity was in his life, you know, the sixth and the ninth commandments. And he was like, but you thought they don't understand. Like, I get it for most people, but I have like a really, really high libido. And like, I just don't, I think I'm the exception to this whole call <laughs> to chastity. I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> okay, no, you're not. And none of us are. The exception. Now, you may never wrestle with that. You may never wrestle with the attempt to justify your sin. In fact, I, I guess I could, I could maybe, I think I could honestly assess myself and think, I don't know that I really wrestle with the, the attraction or temptation to justify my own sin. I don't think I wrestle with that. Here's what I do wrestle with. Maybe you recognize this. I never am tempted to say what I'm doing is right in my case. I know what's wrong. I, have a, I think I have a pretty healthy conscience. I, I know what's wrong. But what I try to justify is not the sin. What I try to justify sometimes is my not doing anything about the sin. Does that make sense? It's not that I think like, oh, well, the sins I do are, are fine. In my case, they're fine. It's more like, well, in my case, it just mm, to stop now would be, I don't know, just too difficult. Or to start doing the virtuous thing. Like, I know I'm called to deny myself, pick up my cross, and follow you, Jesus. And yes, absolutely, I, I'm not the exception. But you just understand, right now is not the right time. Right now, it's, there's obstacles. Right now, in my case, it's not the right time to change. And yet, the only time I will ever have, the only time you and I will ever have is right now. And so I continue to have this road of like, no, I'm not trying to justify my sin or justify uh, that I'm not really called to virtue. I'm just trying to justify my unwillingness to change. What's going to happen is that now is going to run out because what now becomes then, you just get another now. How's that for a deep thought? And if now is not the right time, then never is the final answer. I don't want to give in to this uh, tem temptation towards exceptionism. I don't want to say, Jesus, I know you're calling me to be yours and to conform my heart to you and to like fully follow you with my whole everything. But in my case, it's just fill in the blank. What's the excuse? I'm the exception. You're not the exception and neither am I. You've been called and you're given the grace right now to do exactly what you need to do right now. Start off 2019 with power, the power that comes from God. I'm saying, okay, Lord, right now, I'm no longer the exception. Right now, I never will ever say in my case, right now is the time to realize you are called. Just say yes, right now. From all of us here to Sanchez Presents, Merry New Year. God bless you.